Hello, my minions, and this is Dr. Quackers, and I would like to talk to you about today's sponsor, Viking Fitness. Viking Fitness is currently running a sale for his online training camp. It's a 10-week program for only $100. That's $10 a week to help yourself become a better you. Whether you are wanting some help getting that summer bod or starting a journey of renewal, Viking Fitness will help you. Go to vikingfitnessnh.com and click contact. Use code word DUCK to receive an additional discount. Also, go to Todd Norseman on Facebook. Thank you and have a good day. Hello and welcome back to Dr. Quackers and today we're reviewing Game of Thrones Season 7. The beginning of the end for this once great show, it really shows that they can't write without books to just copy and paste from. I don't mind, I, I don't mind this season, it's, it's alright, I, I, I liked it a little bit more when I initially watched it, but the following season only enhances the fuck-ups of this season and makes me like this one less because some people are like what how did this how did we get season eight and i'm like i don't think you really remember season seven you can see the cracks in the in, cracks in the framework real fucking early in this one um i i don't think it's nearly as bad as eight don't get me wrong but it's it's definitely not a good season yep <laughs> now it does have some positives don't get me wrong i like jorah and him finding the cure for grayskull with samuel while at the citadel I think it's really cool. It, I don't know. To me, it's oddly satisfying when you, you see him like removing the gaze, grayscale. Maybe that's why, because I used to watch like things like Doctor Pimple Popper. Who knows? <laughs> but it was oddly satisfying. But yeah, I like the ending to the Littlefinger's story. Finally, meeting his end by his sort of uh, protege being Sansa and Sansa and Arya and Brandon Stark being able to outsmart him and finally putting an end to him for good. Uh, the reunion of the Starks is cool. Uh, my least favorite being Bran. I fucking hate Bran. He's one of my least favorite characters, even before the ending of the show, before season eight, and some of you may already know what I'm talking about. Uh, even before that, he was my least favorite in the books. He was my least favorite chapters. He just is fucking boring, and I don't like him at all. Eh? Cause, so for many of you that don't know, uh, in the books, uh, being a warg isn't as unique as it is in the show. Like, a, a lot of the Starks can warg. Like, they talk about... Um, they talk about Rob Stark being able to, uh, he wargs into his wolf, uh, so like Grey Wind, so it's not that weird, This the more warging abilities in, in the books, so I understand why they tried to make him the only one that warged, trying to make him a little bit more interesting than the others, but it doesn't work, I don't give a fuck about him, and he's like, I'm the Three-Eyed Raven now, I can't be lord of anything, they say that in this one, he's like, no, I can't be lord of anything, I can't, I can't be anything, I'm the Three-Eyed Raven, that's what I am. So not excited for watching the next fucking season. But yeah, um, other than that, I do like the reunion. I think Arya and Sansa kind of still having that rivalry and trying to work out their differences differences between each other is still good. Um, I do like Jon in this season, kind of. I think he makes some dumb fucking decisions. But the action scenes are pretty cool with him. I like him. Uh, yeah, I think... I think Daenerys, you can start to see her being kind of dictatory in this season. Uh, just burning motherfuckers to the ground. Uh, yeah, I, I'd say she's a lot more 
uh, ruthless in this season than in previous ones, which I think is because initially they were going to... Obviously, I mean, if you've seen the whole show, you know what it leads to. But it does feel out of character even in this season. Like, some of it's like, yeah, but, like, you gave the Masters a choice in the city you were just ruling, and these people are just lords. Like, they haven't actually done anything wrong. They were just on the other side of the war fighting you because you're invading their land. So why are they just executed if they don't join you immediately? Which is kind of the point Tyrion tries to make, but it doesn't work because here's the problem. In the books, Grey Worm's the one that dies and Ser Barristan Selmy sticks around and because they killed him in the show instead of Grey Worm for some fucking reason, um, he they kind of tried to fuse... The two characters in Tyrion with Tyrion and then, you know, taking on the Cerberus Ber- uh, and Selmy role. And then he tries to be like the moral rock of like, to Daenerys and it just doesn't really work. It doesn't work as well and especially since, like, because of that, Tyrion will make stupid and impulsive decisions which ends up fucking up the whole thing. Like, his whole plan when he first shows up, like, this is what we're gonna do to help take on Westeros. Um, every single one fails. They get shit on the whole time. Uh, Dorn gone. Uh, the t- uh, the, nah, not the Martells. Um, the uh, great uh, the, the Tyrells. Um, the Martells are Dorn, but um, the uh, they're gone. Everyone's gone. The ro- the uh, the roses, <laughs> they're gone. The Tyrells, boom, gone. Um, and then the, the Greyjoys. Well, the good the good Greyjoys. Euron's still fucking there, and he's annoying as shit. Um, they get a uh, they 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 got removed. And then, when he's like, alright, we're gonna send the Unsullied to capture Castle Rock. Uh, they didn't give a shit. Jamie Lannister saw it coming and took his army away. He, he did a... He learned from his loss from Rob Stark. He did the same thing to Tyrion. Took his main army, only left a little bit there. And he took up the Tyrells. So, yeah, I mean, good for Jamie. I'm glad they didn't have him be stupid. But it's kind of out of character for Jamie to outwit Tyrion. Because it's kind of the dynamic. Is that Tyrion is the most like Tywin. In terms of intellect. I don't... Okay. It's whatever, but... I don't like how dumbed down they make his character. Well, something we'll say. I don't like Euron Greyjoy. He's annoying and he's just kind of obnoxious. I don't think he's nearly as good as his book counterpart, but... But... I don't like... I like the Sand Snakes even less. So having him just taking them out in the beginning of the season works for me, because I think they kind of realize that these characters suck, and we have really nothing to do with them, so they were like, what if we just have Euron kill him? And they were like, okay. So, they get killed by Euron, and they're no longer in the show. Uh, for the short life they had, I'm glad they're gone. I did not like their characters. The, the most interesting one is Obnoxious. She just talks about how she's the prettiest woman in the world, and how Bran, it's not Bran, Bran wants to fuck her. It's like, oh, you want a high, you want a high lady, but you always need this bad pussy. Like, all right, that's great, interesting character. Now, I'm I'm not saying you can't have characters like that, but if that's the most interesting one among them, and that's all you can really say about their character, if that's the most memorable thing of your character of saying that they have a bad pussy, not that interesting. I'm, I'm not gonna lie, it's not not a character I really want to spend a whole lot of time on. Just not the case. And if you feel differently, that's fine. But I fucking... I I couldn't give a fuck. So, I'm glad they're dead. (laughs) 
Uh, like I said before, the season makes other characters stupid. I already touched on some of the things that uh, Tyrion is dumb for. Uh, Jon Snow, also dumb as fuck. The whole going beyond the wall to grab a member of the Army of the Dead is fucking stupid. So Tyrion comes up with this idea that they could grab an Army of the Dead to prove to Cersei that there's an Army of the Dead so they can have a truce and go fight the, the true threat, which is the Night King. Alright? Here's the fucking thing. Uh, it doesn't fucking matter in the end. So, they all get up there. For some fucking reason. Tyrion thought this was a great idea. So, uh, Jon, Tormund, the Hound, uh, Thoris of Myr, um, who else, who else goes, um, yeah, a bunch of other characters go, I'm not gonna list them all. But, so a group of people, uh, uh Gendry, that also goes here. Yeah, that dude can also run across the entire, uh, land of the Wall in a day, which is insane. But, um, I'll get more to that point. So they're going up there and they're trying to grab a member of the Army of the Dead. They find one. They find out that if you kill a White Walker, the ones that the White Walker is controlling are turned, uh, die. And they no longer die because John kills a White Walker. So I guess I was wrong. I, for some reason, I completely forgot that John actually fights another White Walker in this season. Uh, it's like for two fucking seconds, but he does. He, kill, he fights another one. So I guess we got two White Walker fight scenes. In all eight seasons of the show, with the main threat being the White Walkers, we got two of them. And it wasn't even with one of the main ones. Isn't that fucking something? But anyway, so there's one member left to grab him. And then, you know, the thing makes a little shriek and alerts the rest of the army dead. So they chase him. And they basically are trapped in the middle of this lake because the lake uh, keeps breaking. The ice is breaking. So the army dead can't walk on it because they can't swim. So they're all there on a rock. And they're waiting for the thing to freeze. And somehow ravens can fast travel, and everyone else can, for, for some fucking reason. Journeys that would take, like, almost a whole season, like, from going to the north to King's Landing, that would take about a season, or at least half a season, something like that, can be done in not even an episode. So, awesome. From Daenerys, okay, so Gendry ran from where they were when they got caught by the White Walkers, ran to the Wall, okay? She took about a day. And then he tells them to send a raven to Daenerys to get help. And that raven flew all the way there in time for her to come back in like a day. So in a day, Gendry ran across, mm, I would say about a, like, uh, originally like a country mile, god damn it. And he just ran, he like just sprinted like probably at least like a state's worth of fucking distance um like yeah but like like a new england size fucking distance and fucking bolts down there and then the raven flies across a continent to dragonstone and the denarius flies from dragonstone to where gendry ran from an even shorter amount of time on drogon shows up with the dragons and saves them. Fucking how? That shit, what the fuck? Like, that that never would have happened in the... Oh, the logic in this fucking season real drops off. But anyway, so they end up getting saved, and they have the White Walker to show them. But in that time when they're trying to escape, the Night King fucking snipes uh, Viserion right out of the sky with this ice spike, which kills the dragon, lands in the water, and so he's dead. They're like, oh shit, one of the dragons died. So, 
they're like, well, at least if we can make it so, we can unite, and it'll be all worth it. Even if the dragon died, we're going to defeat these the White Walkers, and we're going to unite the country so we can defeat them together, and then we can deal with our petty squabbles after. So then they bring it to Cersei. They, they produce a meeting, and then Cersei's like, yeah, okay, fine. We'll have a truce. Showed it. She was fucking ter terrified of it, and then she's like, yeah, we're going to do it. But then... Uh, crisscross. She wasn't gonna do any of that. She's gonna she's gonna let them get killed by the if if they win then they win and they'll they'll kill the scraps and if not and then they'll deal if if the dead wins then they'll deal with them when they come down because she's gonna get the golden company and a whole bunch of other shit and Jamie's like that's dumb as fuck why why would we do that and then he's like he leaves and he's like no I I made a promise I'm gonna leave fuck you this is stupid blah 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 he leaves uh. Yeah, and here's another fucking thing. So, okay, so I have a question. Where the fuck did the Army of the Dead get these giant iron chains? They're just dead dudes. They had nothing except what they died with. So somehow, uh, White Walkers and the Army of the Dead find giant iron, iron chains just sitting around near that giant lake and pull Viserion's corpse out of the lake which was submerged in water and under ice at that point because it also will refreeze so somehow their weakness is no longer their weakness and they somehow get it attached to the dead dragon pull it out and then the the night king then turns viserion into like a giant ice dragon so he now has an ice dragon and i have another question for this so he needs that ice dragon to burn the f the magic and the enchantment shit that's in the wall so the army of the dead can then pass the wall. If you need the dragon to pass the wall, you need this stuff to get rid of the magic and the runes so they can make it past. How did they get the, the, the white over the wall? Because the white, it's magic, should be dead. So it's keeping the body alive shouldn't work anymore because it's now past a barrier which won't allow it to exist because the the night king's power supposedly can't work past that wall so how was it alive never explains that because uh, benjen who also dies again in this for like he shows up for like a fucking 10, ten seconds uh, to save john um he can't pass the wall. He explains to John how he and the army of the dead, as long as that wall's there, they can't go past it. So how did the white manage to get past the wall with them when they brought it over? It should be dead. Like, dead again. Shouldn't be still kicking and shit. How does that work? So it's things like that that really bring down the show, and it's so easy to see what's so like how this show crash and burns and it literally if they just didn't do that because at the end of the day it did nothing except make them lose a dragon that's it they didn't get any new alliances uh, Cersei didn't fulfill the promise of sending her armies up north to help fight the fight with them nothing and now the whites are able to get past the wall if they literally just didn't go there the White Walkers would still be stuck behind the wall. Did the writers... It's so obvious that the writers just wanted... Didn't know what another way for the White Walkers to get past the wall for them to actually be a legitimate threat 
to get to the rest of the land. So they just wrote that dumb fucking idea into the story. That way it was just easy, easier for them to get the White Walkers down there so they could hurry up and rush rush the story. You can really tell that the story is just put on fast forward because there's even less episodes. It's only seven episodes no, compared to the normal ten. So they're just trying to fast forward to the end because at the time they were going to be given a, a Star Wars trilogy. They were going to be given Disney bucks. Uh, unfortunately, because of how shitty this ending got, they, they didn't give it to them. Uh, but they'll give it to a whole bunch of other shitty writers. But that's a different fucking story. Um, but yeah. So, what the fuck? It's just awful. It's awful. The music is still good. And the dragon special effects are awesome. Oddly enough, some of the fire special effects are really bad. Sometimes the plot armor is really strong with the season. Like, there's some characters where in previous seasons, they would've just fucking died. But somehow in this one, they don't. Like, Tormund. Like, he should've died by the whites in when they went up above the wall. Because you see him getting attacked, and he's getting dragged, and everyone else, and all of a sudden, he's saved out of nowhere. So it's little things like that where I'm like, why? How, how did you... What? So just, like, the whole logic shift of the show changes real hard in this season. Now, there are a few other things I do like. I mean, like, the costume design is badass, and there's still... It, it basically, it feels like, you know... Like there's a, a you like you love a type of car and you get all these really cool cars and then you just get this older model. It doesn't run really well, but it was one of your first cars and you put a new fresh coat of paint on it and it looks like you know how you remembered it, but it just doesn't fucking run the same. That's how this season feels to me. Like it looks and feels like Game of Thrones, but it's not Game of Thrones. <laughs> so I give this season a five out of ten. I think this is just average television compared to other TV shows. It's bad Game of Thrones, but okay compared to most television shows, in my opinion. Uh, most TV sucks, which is why so many people love this one, because it was so much better than a lot of other ones. That's why shows like Breaking Bad are so, uh, are so loved, and shows like The Walking Dead are kind of like they used to be loved, now they're kind of crap. I would put Game of Thrones and The Walking Dead in a very similar vein, in terms of like, once great shows, and now everyone's like, what the fuck happened? So yeah. It's a 5 out of 10. I hope you enjoyed this review. If you did, I have reviewed all the previous six uh, seasons of Game of Thrones. So if you're interested in that, go check those out. It's highly appreciated. Also, I reviewed a whole bunch of other shit. So if you want to check that as well, also appreciate it. Also, drop a follow on here. That way, anytime I post a review, you get a little notification. And a little blip. Whatever app you're streaming me through, it's awesome. So thank you. And I hope you're having a good fucking day.